You're listening to the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast, where we talk all about how you can build your child's resilience, self-esteem, and happiness. I'm your host, Laura Earnshaw, the founder of My Happy Mind, and I am totally dedicated to helping you become the best parent or carer that you can be. We're proudly impacting over half a million children now in our programs in schools, nurseries, and homes. And today, I'm going to be sharing some of those tips with you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast. And I am super excited about today's episode because I feel like this is a message that so many of us need to hear and need to do something with this Christmas. Because let's be honest, this year has been what can only be described as extraordinary in so many ways for so many of us. And it's really important, I think, that over this festive period, over this break, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, that we take some time to reflect on and celebrate what this year has been, recognising all of the challenges that it's, that it's brought us, but also that we do that so that we're ready to take on 2021. And I think this is particularly important for our little ones as well as for us as adults. And so what I wanted to do today was to share really three key things that I would love for you to think about and reflect on as you come into this festive period. And I'd like you to do this because I think they will really, really help both you and your family to use this festive period to make it super special but also to put 2020 to bed and to be able to move forward positively. And what's really fascinating about when we go through a difficult time, and of course we've all experienced difficulties this year because of the COVID pandemic, amongst other things that we might have also faced, what's really important is that we learn how to move through those phases and that we don't just store them up in our minds as a stressful period and we don't necessarily do the healing and do the contemplation and the reflection that we need to in order to be able to move past them. So often in life when we go through a difficult time we don't properly process it and what happens in that instance is that it can kind of stay in our mind and make our mind foggy and and murky and what we want to be able to do is kind of clear that, is accept the way the year has been and clear the path for prosperity, health and happiness into 2021. So that's what I want to talk about today. And these three key areas that I'm going to offer you to reflect on and work through with your family are as much for you as the parent or carer or teacher as they are for your children. And that's a really important point because often on the podcast we're talking about our children. But with something like this, when we're talking about How do we move through the difficulty of 2020 towards 2021 positively? It's super important that we're looking after ourselves as well as looking after our little ones. So the first area that I wanted to talk about was really all around that first step of acceptance and just recognising that, yes, this has been a really, really tough year for many of us. You know, we've all had the COVID pandemic to deal with, which has meant all sorts of different things for us, whether we've had to homeschool our children, whether we were furloughed, whether we made redundant, whether we had family members that were unwell with the virus, 
or whether we had family members that didn't get the healthcare they needed because of the virus, right? They had something going on that was deemed not to be a priority. We've all had differences in terms of what this year has thrown at us, but we've all been through something this year that none of us were expecting this time last year. And so the first step really to help us move through this is to take some time just to reflect on that, just to reflect on all that we've been through, but also on all that we've managed to achieve and sustain through this year. So yes, there's been obstacles. Yes, there's been challenges. Yes, we've all had to live in a way that we never thought we would have had to live, but we've also got through it, right? We're still here to tell the tale. So taking some time to reflect on what have you achieved this year? Looking back through the year, what did you get through? Did you homeschool your children? Did you manage to figure out a way to work from home? Or did you manage to get through furlough if that was where you found yourself? Or did you manage to cope despite a redundancy in the family? What did you achieve? And what did you sustain? So by that, I mean, maybe you're into your running. Maybe you carried on running every day. Maybe you carried on with your weekend family walks. Maybe you sustained really good relationships with those of you that are closest to you, whether that's family members or friends. There's things that you've achieved this year and there's things that you've sustained this year that you might not necessarily be drawing into your awareness right now. And that's really what this first piece is about. It's about taking the time to recognise that. Because it's really easy for us all to sit here and say 2020 was the worst year ever and 2020 has been a nightmare and thank goodness 2020 is nearly over. And whilst I share many of those sentiments, I also know that you as a parent or carer or teacher have achieved and sustained so, so much. So what was that for you? One of the simplest ways to capture this step or to honour this step is just to write some stuff down. Just grab a piece of paper and write down all of those things that you achieved, all of those things that you sustained despite this year. And then encourage your children to do the same thing. Encourage your children to reflect on all they've achieved and all they've sustained despite this year. The second stage then, as you move through that first piece around reflecting on all you've achieved and sustained as a family is to really lean into gratitude. And you've heard me talk about this a million times, but I ain't going to stop and I'm not going to apologize for talking about it today because it is so, so important, so critical to our mental health and so critical to how we see situations like the one we've all been through this year. So I invite you to lean into gratitude and think about gratitude from a perspective of three different areas. So as you look back on 2020, what is it that you can be grateful for when you think about the experiences that you had? What is it you can be grateful for when you think about the relationships that you have, the people who've helped you? And what is it you can be grateful for for yourself? What are the things that you were able to do this year that helped another or that helped somebody else get through it? So again, thinking about the experiences you've had, the other people that you've had in your lives and yourself. And again, it would be really easy, wouldn't it, in 2020 to say, well, I didn't get to do half the things I wanted to. I was supposed to be going on holiday. I was supposed to be doing this. I was supposed to be doing that. 
my child didn't get to go on their school trip. There's so many things we weren't able to do. We know that already. That's a given. But what experiences were you able to have? Maybe you'll think back and feel grateful for the clapping for our carers that we all did for so long because you got to know your neighbours in a different way. Or maybe you'll feel grateful for the family walks that you started to do more than you'd ever done before. Maybe it was the baking banana bread, right? Whatever it was for you, you will have had some experiences this year that you might not have had had it not been for the pandemic. What were they? What do you have to be grateful for? Who are the people that you have to be grateful for? And what can you be grateful for for yourself? And again, I would love to invite you to be guided through this exercise for yourself, but also with your children as well. And then the final piece that I want to offer you for this festive period, for this time of rest amongst the chaos of Christmas, is to really think about how can you nourish yourself and your family over this festive period? Because it would be really easy for us to start thinking about 2021 and goal setting and all of those wonderful things. And we're going to get there and I'm going to help you with that in the new year. But actually right now, I think this festive period, it's much more important that we just take time to pause and to think about the things that we can do to nourish ourselves over the Christmas period and to nourish nourish our children over the Christmas period as well. Maybe for you, it's reading that book you've been wanting to read all year. Maybe it's my book. (laughs) Cheeky little plug there. Or maybe for you, it's going for a walk every day on your own for half an hour. Maybe it's taking a bath every night. What are two or three things you can commit to over this festive period that are going to help you to feel nourished, recharged and looked after? And what about for your family? What are the things you can commit to as a family that will do the same? Maybe it's an extended bedtime story each night. Maybe it's making a list of the Christmas movies you're going to watch. What are the things that are going to nourish you and your family? And bringing some real intention to this and some real consciousness to this, as opposed to just letting the Christmas period kind of run by as it so often does, can be a really powerful way of ensuring that you reinvest in the family and that you leave this period feeling refreshed. So those three things again, reflect on all you've achieved and sustained this year. Be grateful for the people, the experiences and for yourself and all of those things that have enabled you to get through this year. And then take take some time to nourish yourself as you go through this festive period. And again, as I said right at the start, these are three really important things that we can do to make sure that this festive period is both nourishing, it's reflective, it's calming and it's replenishing. And I encourage you to think about these things, not just for yourself, but for your entire family as well. And it's why I've got a lovely little Christmas gift for you and your family, which is totally free. And you'll see a link to download it under this episode. And it's a free Christmas fun book, we're calling it. So it's got five lovely activities for you to do as a family that are going to help you to tease out all of the areas that I've talked you through today to really get into some great conversation with your children with the with the aid of some activities and some games that we've prepared for you so that you can have the conversations around the things that I've shared with today. 
because it can be hard, can't it, sometimes to get your children into a place of thinking about these areas. It can be hard for us as adults. And actually using a vehicle like play or games or activities can really help us to do that in a different way, in a fun way, in a no pressure way. So I would love for you to download our Christmas fun book if you haven't already. And I would also love to see what you get up to on social media with them. So do tag us if you come up with um, some nice designs and some nice art based on the activities that we've given you. But from my family to yours, I am sending you all of the best for this Christmas period and beyond. And I will be back really soon with another episode on the My Happy Mind for Conversations podcast. All the best. Merry Christmas and take care. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review and a comment below and I'll be back next week with more science-backed secrets to building happy and resilient children. Don't forget you can come and follow me at My Happy Mind on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.